Welcome back to Theodisc, the WTC podcast where we discuss theology and faith. I say welcome back because I'm assuming you've subscribed to the podcast and have been listening along as we release episodes every two weeks. If not, then visit theodisc.wtctheology.org.uk for all episodes and subscription links. My name is Kenny Innes, and today I'll be in conversation with Janie Laurie White, who is the Chief Operating Officer for WTC. She's also a student at WTC, having finished her graduate diploma in Kingdom Theology in 2019 and starting a master's degree in September 2021. Before working for WTC, Janie spent most of her career working in the international humanitarian and development sector for governments, NGOs and the United Nations. For the last eight years of this, she focused on preventing violence against women and girls. In this episode, we'll be talking about Janie's journey of theological study, what her experience has been like as someone who isn't in church leadership or ministry, and the reasons that she's discovered that theological study can be vital, life-giving, and faith-deepening, no matter your experience, vocation, or stage of life. Finally, a warning. This episode might just inspire you to take up studying theology, and I hope that it does. Janie, welcome to the Theodisc podcast. It's great to have you on today. It's great to be here, Kenny. Very exciting. Well, we're going to get into this topic of why people should study theology, particularly people who might not have considered it before or might think that that's for other people. And But before we get into the meat of our conversation today, I am subjecting all of our first-time guests to three questions um, about the things that you return to. And this is just to get to know you a little bit more. This is about the constants in your life, the things that bring you comfort. Actually, it's just a ruse to ask you <laughs> three fluff questions before we begin the podcast. So are you ready for this? The things that you return to. So the first one, Ginny, is what is a book that you return to? Well, it's less a book and more an author. I'm a, My um, go-to, if I really want to de-stress, is the historical novels by Georgette Heyer. Wow. All right. I have not read any of those. Should I? Well, I really like them. And I think she spent a lot of time uh, researching the kind of language that would have been spoken in the Regency time and the kind of food they ate and the kind of, obviously, the costumes they wore. So... I think it's beautifully written um, and I just like reading her prose as well as it's very easy to read and always the good guys come out on top. So that's great. <laughs> that's always good. Yeah. <laughs> not not quite so historical then if the good guys always win. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm sure they're not that accurate. Um, what about a, a food or a meal um, that you would you keep coming back to? Oh, my comfort food is cheese. I'm sure that's the oh. same for lots of people. Um, yeah. yeah, so I really try not to eat comforting food a lot, but it is delicious. Are you a Jacob's cracker person? Um, more of a corn cake person. Oh, yeah. all right, okay. Yeah, with cheese on the top. See, up here it's oat cakes and a wee bit of Branson pickle. Just, oh, I like uh, that too. Oat cakes are great. <laughs> all right, we're, we're getting into our cheese, cheese fascinations here. Um, and finally, a place that you return to. Um, I think a place I would like to return to more is Geneva, uh, where you can see Mont Blanc, which is just 
awe-inspiring. So you don't always see it. You can drive down the road and then you just don't know it's there. And then on another day or drive down the road and it's there in all its unbelievable magnificence. And it's just awesome. Brilliant. Great. Well, thank you. Now we know you having answered those three questions so we can get into what we really want to talk about today, which is this idea of why study theology. And I read something recently that Karl Barth wrote in one of his letters, and he said this, in the Church of Jesus Christ, there can and should be no non-theologians. And I, I thought that dovetailed really well with WTC's vision that theology should be accessible to the whole body of Christ. And so maybe we can springboard off of that thing that that Bart said today in our discussion. What do you think about that? that there should be no non-theologians in the church. Well, I I think it's a great statement, and I think it depends on what people understand by theologians. Mm. Um, but but for me, the experience of studying theology over the past few years has just been so enriching and fantastic that I would want anybody to have that opportunity. Yeah. And I think it is true. Maybe you've had this experience. I certainly have it a lot in speaking to people um, about the potential of studying theology. Um, that I regularly come across a feeling or a belief that um, that theological study is a domain that's reserved for kind of boffins or pastors or church leaders, um, and it's, it's kind of something that's inaccessible to everyone else. Have you had that experience? Yeah, I've certainly heard people who who feel that, you know, oh, I could never do that or it's just too complicated or it's too academic or even, you know, if I studied theology, I'd be worried about losing my faith. Um, And I think that has some justification because I think in some places people are challenged in a way which is very undermining. And I think it's really important, therefore, to find a place where you can study sort of deep academic theology in a way that it's taught by people who believe um, but who are still good academics so that it's not you don't have to be worried about that and certainly some of the comments we've had from new students who come for the first time to WTC is that they were warned off it by their friends um, but actually they've just found a new depth and richness so it doesn't have to be like that is what i'd say it's important that you go somewhere where you're going to be challenged academically but you're going also to be uh, taken much deeper in your own faith yeah i think what's also uh, worthwhile pointing out is this idea of wtc actually wanted to partner with local churches so it's actually about the building up of the whole body of christ um, not about removing people into kind of an, an academic world over here you know I agree with you absolutely. And I think that's that's one of the strengths. And it really is a partnership. I mean, it's WTC helps local churches who have a vision to resource their own communities and their own regions to fulfill their vision. So we are working as partners. It's certainly not that WTC is looking for a location to deliver its courses. Um, it really is a strong partnership with both sides investing. I think what we want to talk about today really is the potential for everyone to engage with with theological learning for for theology to become accessible to the whole body of Christ but we want to talk about it not just as a a philosophy or kind of a vision statement 
but actually to draw out of your own experience of studying and just kind of let you speak to those who would like to study theology, but maybe have reservations that it's not for them and what the potential is for that. So right now, Jenny, you are the chief operating officer for WTC, but um, your entry into theological study started when your vocational situation was actually uh, different. So maybe you can share with us kind of the beginning of your journey and how you how you came to be involved with WTC, both as your, your work and as a student. Yeah, I'd love to. Well, the story kind of starts um, a number of decades ago. Uh, my husband and I were working in Thailand. We were working with refugees in a refugee camp just across the border. Uh, it was Hill Tribes refugees from Laos. And I was... Uh, interested at that point. I'd been a Christian. Really, I'd never not been a Christian. I grew up in a Christian family. And although I, I have had seasons when I've really sort of challenged God to 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 be there for me, I suppose. And is he really real? And is it all that sort of thing? I've never not believed in who he was. Um, so we were in Thailand and I was interested then in studying theology because I just felt that if I was going to dedicate my life to this, why wouldn't I study it? And I wrote back from there to two colleges in the UK to see if A, I could study remotely and B, I could study as somebody as a lay person. Um, and the answer in 1980 was that no to both of those. So I couldn't study remotely and I couldn't study unless I was going to be either ordained or be a missionary. There just wasn't the facility to do that. So I've been interested in it from a long time ago. And then eight years ago, we moved to Bristol and I met Lucy through a mutual friend and uh, we got on well at that first meeting and we sort of met up a couple of times for lunch. And then it turned out that Lucy was looking for people to join her board who were women because there were no women on the board at the time. And so she asked me if I would consider joining the board. And before meeting her, I'd never heard of WTC. So I came to residential to check it out. I went to a hub night to check it out. And the more I saw, the more intrigued I was. And I thought, this is such an amazing idea. So I did join the board and I was a trustee for a year. But halfway through that year, I thought, you know, I'm mad. I, I wanted years ago to be studying theology. Now I'm a trustee of a college which makes it possible for people to study theology around what they're doing. Why wouldn't I do that? Yeah. So I started the grad dip. Fortunately for me, the Bristol Hub opened that year. So I started in the Bristol Hub the first year it opened, which was really, really fun. Um, and I did that uh, for the first year. And then during that year, um, the, the person who was chief operating officer moved on. And actually, my husband really um, encouraged me to apply for that job. And I did. And thankfully, I got it. And so I continued with my grad dip. So I was studying that the first year I was on the staff. I obviously left the board, you know, once I joined the staff. Uh, and then I took two years off to focus on the job. And uh, I knew I always wanted to go back and study more because once you've started, it just pulls you in. You can't not study, really. Or well, that's my experience. There's just so much to learn. It adds so much depth. So I started an MA uh, September 2021. So I'm doing a, a slightly slower MA, which is an option with WTC. You can do the taught year over three years instead of two. So I'm in the second year now of that three-year taught MA, and then I'll do a dissertation after that. Great. Yeah. So as you began uh, the, the the journey of studying, because um, we're talking here about 
maybe people feel like I can't do that or there's maybe some reticence. Did you come across any reticence yourself or were there any blockages maybe internally or externally that, that, that you kind of presented themselves to you when you began the journey or were thinking about it? Yeah, I remember it really clearly. <laughs> I arrived at my first residential, which is the first block of five days intensive teaching, which is the first thing that any new student does. And, you know, I was excited and I didn't know anybody else who was doing it. So it's all a bit weird because you're sort of staying in student accommodation and then all that kind of thing. And we got into the first day and I and the way that the faculty were talking about it. And I and I suddenly thought, oh, my goodness, this is a serious academic course. This is not just, you know, reading a Bible study book or something like that. And it was, wow, I have signed up for this. Uh, but that passed in about 15 minutes. And I just loved it as you're listening to the lecturers and and it's just I don't know if you're interested in the subject and it means something to you and they're opening doors that you haven't had opened even though you've been a Christian for years and years and years it's just so exciting it's really exciting um obviously the first essay was a bit of a shock to the system because um I although I had you know written reports in in my job I had written an essay for decades um that was that was interesting but again it was really fun there's so much help uh, with the study skills resources and also with the study skills tutor and it was just really fun and I think one of the things that you hear from quite a lot of WTC students is think of the essays as another form of worship and you know when you're in the thick of it you think yeah 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 you know funny kind of worship but actually it is it is a kind of worship and you're doing it for you and you're choosing topics that you're interested in and things that you want to find out about and so it's 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 not easy but it's really really worth it and actually very satisfying it's a great sense of achievement and and you're you know you're not in competition with anybody you're doing this for you and god two of the terms that we use a lot we talk about life-giving theology and that, that it's transforming you've done the graduate diploma you're now onto the the masters can we safely assume that you found it to be life-giving and transforming absolutely and you know it's it, this is something that was my experience but it's also something which i've had said to me by a number of students um you know how can i have been in church and been a committed christian for you know, X years or X decades. And and I never heard this transformative truth. This changes everything about either how God sees me or, or the, the sort of whole story of the Bible. Um, you know, it is just, this just opens depths that you didn't know were there that change it the whole way that your faith is grounded. So yes, absolutely. Yep. Well, maybe we can move on to talking about maybe some of the reasons or motivations that you've discovered yourself about the vitality and value of theological study for, for people who are, are disciples of Jesus and wanted to grow in that. So maybe we can just talk through some of those things that you've discovered on the journey. Hmm. Well, I suppose the most obvious one is why wouldn't you study? I mean, if you were going to do anything else, if you were going to be a mountaineer or you were going to learn French or you were going to train to be a teacher, you would expect to study and to learn and to grow. 
And this is much more important than this. This is what we're grounding our whole life on. So why would we not expect to put the same kind of effort into that, I think? And, and you know, I think that's a really important starting place. And as I said earlier, you know, if I'm going to live personally, if I'm going to live my life and base my value system and everything that I do in terms of relationships and how I conduct myself on a belief system, wouldn't I want to understand as much as I could about that belief system? Actually, yes, I would. So I feel it's it's of enormous benefit to me. But I also feel it's kind of my part of my commitment as a disciple is is to do it. And there's quite a bit you can do by yourself by reading books and thinking. But as you would find with any other sphere, you know, there's a lot of stuff that you won't learn if you don't go and listen to other people who studied it either much longer than you or much deeper than you. And, you know, God wants us to love him with all our heart, soul, strength and mind. And that mind bit's really important. Romans 12, 1 to 2 says that we should offer our bodies and ourselves as living sacrifices. And that's holy and pleasing to God as a spiritual act of worship. And so as not to conform to the, the pattern of this world, we need to be transformed by the renewing of our mind. I mean, our minds are a really important part of our faith. And I do believe that the whole of us is an important part of our faith. So we need to, to study, we need to, to read, we need to be challenged, we need to talk to other people. And in, in all those things, we are transformed by the renewing of our minds. And obviously, academic study is a really important part of that being renewed by the transformation of our mind. Um, also, one of the things I've really appreciated much more in the study is that it honours God if we spend time grappling with his revelation of himself um, with the whole Bible. I mean, it's not that God doesn't want us to know who he is, but it's not easy. And you know that if you if you read the stories of Jesus and his parables, some people didn't understand what he was talking about then. And other people did. Some people had to keep going back to understand. Even the disciples didn't really understand. I think I think it honors God. And he he's pleased when we when we press in, when we we spend time trying to understand what he means and the depth of these spiritual mysteries, which are obviously um you know, beyond us. And also Jesus, you know, Jesus was a Jew <laughs> and and he came into a Jewish setting. Um, and that's another important thing that we need to get our heads around too. So I think that's important. I think it's really important for all of us as Christians. I don't think it's just up to the leaders because obviously the leaders are individuals. They're also growing and changing too. And they're, they're learning as they go through life. But it, we're not here just to be fed by other people. We're here to engage with them and support them and have our own relationship as part of the community of, of Jesus. Yeah. Um, and we all make a real difference to this. So we all need to take responsibility. I think that's really important. And the, the sense of ownership you've, you've said, you know, you've used this word like commitment and investment. Um, I, I like that word ownership and I think sometimes we look to our leaders to be like how Israel looked to Moses can you go up the mountain and meet with God and, and bring back the truth to us but we now have this access by the spirit to God each as individuals to grow in that way and I, th I think yeah it's important that each of us considers taking ownership of what I believe and really working through that and wrestling um, through that with God ourselves. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, we are all an important part of the body of Christ. I mean, the church is a community and we're all individuals that contribute to that community. And, 
if people don't have much to contribute, then the whole community is a bit less. If people bring more things to contribute, and that doesn't mean that we all have to agree on everything, but we bring things to the community, then we all benefit. And and I think that's part of God's abundance is that we all bring different things and we all learn from each other. And we're all challenged from each other. And I just think it's, it's, it's just a, a really great community thing to do. I, I remember listening to um, uh, Michael Bird and N.T. Wright talking about this around their book on the New Testament and saying that if you'd walked into an early church, it would look much more like a learning community than maybe sometimes we think about church in our time. And I just love that picture um, of people learning together and coming to the scriptures and and, and pouring over them um, so that they can get closer um, to God and, and knowing him for who he is. Yeah, and and I love that about WTC, and I've not studied with any other theological colleges, so maybe this is the same there. But it, but it really, we really benefit from having students of of a very wide age range, of very different life experience, um, different spiritual backgrounds, different things to contribute, different ideas, um, and and it's just such a rich environment in which to discuss things, whether that's within our smaller hub communities or whether the other people who are learning the same programs as we are or whether it's in the the resi it's there's so much variety and so much uh, value in talking to the other people yeah one of the things that um i've heard a lot personally when you know in my own journey towards theological study but i hear other people talking about as well as expressed conflict between the work of the spirit and academic thought um, and study and maybe we can speak to the way that you've uh, experienced those two things actually working together well, i think that's a really interesting question kenny well wtc is um a charismatic theological college and that's the way we teach and as as you know worship and prayer and prophecy and all that that sort of workings out of the spirit are integrated into every part of what we do whether that's at the residential or in the hubs and I think for me that's a richness because I think there aren't that many charismatic theologians I mean I'm not an academic theologian apart from my own studies but my understanding is that that a lot of theologians maybe don't bring the spirit into their studies in the same way but it does say in John that the spirit will bring us into all truth. And I do believe, again, that study and developing your mind is part of that process. And I certainly feel that the spirit is part of the revelation in the, the ongoing revelation and part of the revelation when the Bible was was written. And so I think the spirit is integral to God's word um, and therefore integral to all of us who want to study. So I think I think he's very much part of what we're doing. Yeah, I think we, we, we've spoken before about um, the fear that people can have. People used to say to me things like, um, going to seminary is more like going to cemetery for, for your faith, you know. Um, but actually, um, that giving the spirit the opportunity through academic study to bring your heart and your mind to life um, in your pursuit of God is, is, is a wonderful experience. What about people that might say, well, I, you know, I get a lot of Bible study in my church, I go to my church Bible study got a home group that I'm a part of, get my sermons on a Sunday from from a pastor, which are all wonderful things. What would you say to somebody about the the benefits of of, of academic study on, on top of that? 
Well, uh, just to, to start off by sharing a story, this was uh, somebody I spoke to in September this year, mm-hmm. and he's a young man who's a committed Christian, spent a lot of time in house groups and home groups and church, reading books, you know, serious-minded person, and this was his first time engaging. And he said to me, I am just blown away. He said, I rarely hear new things or completely new ideas when I sit in church or I go to house groups and he said that's fine you know therefore they're directed at people who are starting out and he said I am just completely blown away by the depth of what I've heard just in the first few days of his course so that's I think that's my experience as well Um, and and I also do obviously if you're sitting in lectures you're learning from people who who've gone deeply into their own subjects and they've had time to really think about them in a way that we as students haven't yet had the time to do Um, and then of course if you have to write essays you have to read books systematically in a way that I certainly wouldn't have the discipline to do if I wasn't writing an essay Um, you have to glean the the ideas out of them you have to work out what you think about it and that whole process just takes you into a completely different level of engaging and researching and understanding whatever topic it is and and I think I said a bit earlier that you know I've I had some very good advice at the beginning of my course and because I went into this thinking I'm fascinated by this I'm going to read every book on the book list I'm gonna you know just you know just spend hours and hours and hours doing this and of course you don't because you're doing it around your other life commitments and somebody said to me right at the beginning choose essay topics which you are really personally um keen to understand more about or things that you you wanted to understand more but you haven't and that's been great advice so that's what I do so I've actually written three essays about the kingdom of God because I'm really fascinated by that's the subject that we talk about a lot in church but I would find it hard to have told you what I thought that was and 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 it's just so fascinating so I think the discipline of of going deeper reading the books wrestling with the ideas and writing these essays is is just takes you obviously in a much 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 deeper way than most people would do if they were reading a book for a bible study or just reflecting on some sermon notes or something like that it's just a completely different level of engagement yeah, and this idea of new ideas combined with depth, I think, is is important. Um, it feels to me like there's there's constantly new discoveries that are being made, um, and that 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 can open up our understanding of the of the scriptures. Have you found that? Oh, absolutely, and just you know, really fundamental truths like. Um, you know, what are the different biblical metaphors for the cross of Christ? I mean, the atonement is central to our faith. And, you know, I'd been told over the years or I'd heard, I don't know whether I've been told something else and this is just what I'd heard, that, you know, Jesus died because of A. But actually, if you start looking at it in the Bible, it's kind of A to Z. It's not just one reason. It's so rich. And somebody described it as like a diamond with all the different facets. And and, and that's the kind of thing that I never would have been challenged to think about if I hadn't been studying theology. So, so things that are absolutely fundamental to who we are and our faith we need the time we need we need the the lecturers to spur us on we need the challenge of writing essays to really really think about those things not to undermine 
the truths that we were told in Sunday school, but to broaden and deepen our love and our understanding of God. Yeah, that's really good. Is there a particular um, aspect or a particular truth or a particular thing that you've discovered through your studies that's been transformative for you? Maybe the way the way that you read the Bible, the way that you relate um, to God? Yeah, well, several. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I referred to a little bit earlier about just how important it is for me anyway. I've, I've come to the understanding that it's really important to G- see Jesus in his Jewish heritage but that i mean i think we all i think most christians would understand that jesus came and that he fulfilled quite a lot of prophecies in the old testament but but as we just in a in a sort of superficial way for me because i don't know huge amount about judaism not apart from what i've read but just how how much symbolism how much longing how much history was tied up in the whole story of the old testament the covenant the promises of god and how jesus fulfilled all that but he fulfilled it in a way that was quite different from so many people even in first century palestine thought it would happen um and and i think just understanding a little bit more about his jewishness and how embedded he was in it and yet how radically he reinterpreted what was being expected has, has again, just, it's so exciting. I'm just re- writing an essay at the moment on, on the parables in Luke. And I'm sort of reading this stuff and understanding that Jesus portrayed himself as, as in the line of Old Testament prophets and, and did things that had a lot of prophetic symbolism. And, and again, that's, you know, that just takes you instead of being on the surface level, you're just going down depths and depths and depths and 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 understanding it a little bit more like the people that he was walking with and talking with would have seen it and that brings you just glorious technicolor on these things that you just didn't see like that before yeah i think the real temptation for us is to read from our culture into the scriptures but it's almost like we need to enter the culture that jesus was living and walking in so that we can bring some surprising truths that we discover there to bear on the times that we're living in and it's yeah that's a wonderful journey to take that it's great to talk to you about this because i just hear your voice and you're kind of coming alive with the excitement of what you've experienced and what you're you're going through at the moment what would you say, what would be your invitation, your encouragement to those who feel like, oh, that's not for me or, um, you know, I don't qualify for that? What would be your encouragement to them? Well, that's me. I, I've never been in church leadership and I don't expect that I ever will be. It's not something I, I aspire to at all. Um, I would just, I would say Jesus is calling, honestly, the Holy Spirit's calling and you can do it. I think that's the other thing. Really don't be scared. I mean, maybe that's a bit of a silly thing to say because we are we are all a bit scared. But please come and try it out with us because our value is to make rich theology accessible, not by lowering the standards of the academic degrees, but by providing people with the help they need to to do that. And and it is so exciting to watch people study some for some people you know education's been a bit of a chaotic thing in their past and 
the experience of of studying and working at this level in it is in itself transformative. Um, I think it is for everybody, really. And then you lay on top of that the subject matter and and people just come alive. And I know we, as you said earlier, Kenny, transformative is a word we hear and we use a lot. And people might think, oh, yeah, 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 they're just saying that. But actually, we're not. It really is true. So please, if you're interested at all, come and check us out. We would love to hear from you and we'd love you to study with us. Yep. And I think it's worth saying that to go and explore, particularly on our website, the way that the programs are structured at WTC and that they're all part time. So the idea is that they're accessible to anybody, no matter what your your work or life commitments are. There's a way that you can um, make it work um, for you. Yeah. And actually, just to add to that, uh, about 80 percent of the people who study with us work either full-time part-time or are self-employed so um if that's your situation and and we have people who have really demanding jobs and still uh, find time to study because if you want to do it you'll find a way to do it yeah well jenny thank you for taking the time to share your experience with us today and really hopefully provoke us into thinking about the worthwhile investment and commitment that theological study is and how we can grow not just in our knowledge but in this ever deepening relationship with God and I really appreciate you taking the time to speak with us today. My pleasure, thanks Kenny. Well, thank you to Janie for being such an inspiration. If this episode has piqued your interest in studying theology, then come and find out more about WTC. We are a theological college that seeks to partner with the church through equipping and sending the whole people of God. Our innovative hub model allows you to study on any of our part-time programs without leaving your work or ministry. Come and visit our website at wtctheology.org.uk In our next episode, Kenny will be chatting with Dr. Steve Watts, our own church historian at WTC, about how the church today can return to a healthy and humble perspective on church history. Steve is an expert on medieval history and is assistant professor of history and dean of the chapel at Crandall University as well as the primary history distance education instructor for Regent College. Thank you for listening to episode 7 of Theodisc. Join us for episode 8 when Kenny and Steve will be talking about church history and humility. Bye for now.